it out because we are live. Bet like Mike show, windailysports.com. Happy Tuesday. My name is John Jansen, and with me today, as always, Mike North. You can follow him yeah. at North to North. <laughs> I just saw myself. <laughs> and, that's yeah. your, and that's your reaction when you say I thought it was, was Whitey Bulger, an old tape. <laughs> My God. That caught I said, me. Is he out? I said, no, I think he's dead. That caught me extremely off guard. I, I, I just hear. <laughs> What's up, Johnny? <laughs> How you doing? Johnny Jansen, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't my my face that was uh, the, the reason why you, you jumped. No, like no. That. Okay, no, that's I good. Mean, like I said earlier, <laughs> you're a nice kid. You're a nice guy. You know, I'm the... I'm the rotten apple that spoiled the whole bunch. I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> I do all that. Hey, by the way. Every family needs one of those, though. They do. Yeah, exactly. Every family does. Lead, when I was my family's, lead uh, the deal here on top. Check it all out. Uh, we're in our mode. Two and three yesterday. I go one and two. Uh, by the way, folks, the numbers for a pick show uh, right now, for a pick show on Twitter, are astronomical. Uh, as far as pick shows go, we're doing very, very well. Thank you very much for the support, John. Thank you. And uh, yesterday, Montreal saved me. My scary pick, minus 180, plus one and a half. Did it. That's good. There's nothing worse than skating around in an empty net for two minutes yeah. to, to make <laughs> the heart go better. Uh, I lose the White Sox game. Great call by you. Thank you. I, that one didn't go the way I expected it to, but I'm I'm glad it ended up going in my favor. Well, the manager stuck with the pitcher, and now everybody's second-guessing him. I don't. I said, give it to the kid. He had a good pitch game going. Let him get well, out. Lance Lynn was incredible, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I thought it was, you know yeah. what, he's pitching this. And I, I thought that the manager did a good job. I'm going to give in to you. Now everybody in Chicago says it was a stupid <laughs> play. Uh, and that the manager, you know. It's so day-to-day now in Chicago. I I mean, they treated the Cardinal coach, who's already the manager, like he's already done well, by the way, this yeah. guy, who's a Tony La Russa uh, surrogate, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but he was the guy taking the beating because he stuck with the guy who was pitching great. That's cool. That's old school. He didn't go by the analytics or anything like that. Okay. Well, and he and he's doing it for a pitcher that is good enough and has earned that kind of spot to to go an extra inning. I know Joe Girardi has done that with pitchers like that just shouldn't be given that extra inning. You know, Lance Lynn deserves that extra inning because he's a phenomenal pitcher, and you should give him as much time as he needs or as many pitches as he needs in as many in it. and the korean guy uh oh he's great kwang Hyun Kim. Yeah. the korean guy yeah he's uh, he's great too he is he doesn't have great stuff but he he works well with it it's he's great. been an mvp he's yeah. been a champion in the korean baseball league which became big during covid so uh yeah. god bless him that was I did you him. stay up late for uh kbo days no <laughs> And if I am up, I'm watching the Smithsonian Channel when we won a war back in World War II. There you go. You know, I I can't watch enough of Hitler being toppled. You know what I mean? It's just beautiful music to me. That's my kind of serenade. Um, But, Johnny, I go one and and two. Uh, I lose with the Heat. They got destroyed. I don't know how you play such a close game, one game, but it's sports. That's the way it is. You got means. That was a great call. Uh, as I thought, but Shoemaker, the guy I don't want to touch, and this happened so much, ends up, uh, you know, pitching decent for Minnesota. We jumped. Yeah. I jumped off him a, after betting him a couple times. He gets me kicked, but the, you know, if the system didn't say take him, I would have taken him last night if it did. But it said lean my uh, Baltimore. It's just crazy. The, the middle of the road teams 
you don't know who's going to win on a given night. Yeah, that one, that one I know, I probably did make a mistake there in the way I bet it. I should have looked at a first five bet because no, yeah, what, it's easy to say. Yeah, and oh, yeah, it is. It is for sure. You know. uh, but I, I know I, I was betting it just because of John Means. And, I, and for the most part, too, I was betting it because Minnesota is just not a good team. Uh, but in, in Baltimore's not either. So I should have just stuck to a first five, knowing that I was betting just on one player in John Means. Uh, but it's it's fine. You you lose some Absolutely. of Absolutely. You're going to have nights like this, folks. Listen, if a bad night's two and three, let's take it. We appreciate it. We're, we are the fastest 20 minutes in show business. Uh, for the people like myself who have an attention span of a gnat, uh, <laughs> at about 15 after the hour, we will have our picks ready. But I want to just get into, real quick, golf is still a topic here because there was a tape of Brooks Kepka. Oh, yesterday. so great. It's so great, but I mean, Brooks Kepka, and I love it. I think I edge more towards Brooks Kepka as far as attitude, for sure. No, you know, I- <laughs> get out of my way. Get out of my way. I'm better than you. That's the way it is. And if you think you're better than me, for whatever reason, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a fight on your hands at whatever one thing you want to do, whether it's being in the restaurant business, being a competitor, being in radio, being uh, playing sports. It didn't matter. But I never revealed that a guy would be in my head. And I think Bryson DeChambeau, for some weird reason, is the Joker. You know, is the Joker in this whole thing that has Roy McElroy, John, wanting to be like him, which threw his game yeah. off for about two months, or Kepka, who gets bothered by the metal spikes coming down the, the sidewalk there. I thought it looked to me, even though Bryson DeChambeau's only got so far one major, mm-hmm. that he's running a condominium in Brooks Kepka's head for some reason. I, and I don't know why, because Kepka seemed to be, I mean, he's getting interviewed and he came in second, and yet he rolls his eyes. So I think it's good for Goff that they hate each other's guts. I want them in the final round on the Sunday. Well, yeah, I, I bet. It's almost like I, I feel like there was a little bit of resentment toward, in a different sport, Steph Curry, though, too, because Steph Curry changed the game so drastically right. that everybody had to change their game according Good to him. Off. And Bryson DeChambeau is such an, a way out there, dude, that I feel like everybody's having to change kind of the way they play just because of him. Well, and I, I, I bet you they hate that. I And Brooks Kepka's one, I don't know if he had to change too much because he was already just this massive human being already. He was thinner, uh, but, though. He wasn't yeah. as bulked up, but I will tell you this. I think that for any of these guys who are in the, if you're in the top 30 in golf, you're a millionaire easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a millionaire easily. Rory McElroy can hit with anybody. And you need finesse on certain courses like the Masters and, and, and the U.S. Open. You need finesse. You need finesse this weekend, this past weekend. So I think it's a mistake to try to be. I never wanted to be anybody else, but what I was, I take the hand I'm dealt and I do the best I can. People have asked me to change. I never wanted to be like anybody else. I've never said, boy, I wish I was him. Never once. (laughs) I hear people say that all the time. I wish I was him. Because you know why? Because in my field, I was him. So you don't wish you're somebody else. Right. Now, that no longer, once you've hit that peak, where both guys are, you have that competitive spirit. But I don't remember Palmer and Nicholas fighting like this. They flew together. I mean, rivalries are one thing. 
there was genuine hatred I sensed here. Yeah. Oh, genuine hatred. Absolutely. And Bryson DeChambeau, let's be honest, he seems like a really annoying dude, too. Well, he's like everything he does is annoying. Well, yeah. Bryson tells me he's a country clubber. I don't know anything about the kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, with the ascot, walking around with the yeah, funny, uh, right? <laughs> And just the way he talks. And, yeah. yeah and he's already had public range. tirades. Yeah, I don't go to the driving range, Brooks. I jump out of the van with two chicks. You know what I mean? I'm drinking ultra Michelob. While the I, other guy's drinking champagne and keeping guys like Brooks up. That's the impression I get, a status type thing. So we're getting here from our golf insider. This is really good analysis. Uh, Bryson is a douche. That's what we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, of course he is. He's a douche. But a lot of people today think, that Kepka's been somewhat of a douche from the injury situation. Oh, watch me. Watch, don't touch my knee. I could have been killed. I could have been mobbed. So I think that for both guys, it wasn't the best week for PR. Would you agree on that? Um. Yeah, I, well, I think now okay, Kepka was great. For golf, it's great. Uh, for Kepka, I think it's going to look okay because everybody's just going to turn him into now the next viral meme and sensation. A victim? A victim? Yeah, well, now every well because of, because that photo and that video now is going to go viral, oh, and everybody's yeah. going to like the attitude of that. Really? He wore he he couldn't stand Bryson DeChambeau even being close to his bubble and his space. That he just got in, insanely mad and just couldn't even think, couldn't have a train of thought go through. I've been that's incredible. I've been a Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, there's people that still want to be around me my own wife don't want to be around me after time are you kidding me <laughs> a man look at the way you're walking by me with those metal spikes on oh, just kidding. anyway that's fun now i follow big cat i follow a lot of uh people on twitter and i wanted to go philly cheesesteak on you now oh. back in the day they used to call it hoagies and i know it's just like italian beef in chicago you're from philly south philly i lived in chicago my whole life i was born and raised in the heart of chicago Italian beefs, I had restaurants and everything else. Nobody makes Italian beef like Chicago people. Nobody makes Philly cheesesteaks like people in Philly. Yeah. I've had them. I've been to Pats. I've been that done the whole thing. I had, when I had my place, I had a hoagie, a thing called a hoagie. It was a long, oh, it's amazing. Long, long ground steak, mayonnaise, lettuce, tomato, melted provolone mm-hmm. cheese or whatever cheese you wanted on a big roll. Okay. I, Got the idea from being in Philly in the 80s. I think it was their 84. In fact, I had fun with the Philly fans back in the day. I was in an Atlantic City bar with B. We were married maybe eight, nine years. I was three sheets in the wind. And every time Sandberg did something good, I said, thank you, Philly. Thank you, Philly. Larry Boa, thank you, Philly. And I almost, I had to get out of there after a while because the guys were getting agitated. We were having some fun, though. But I had the hoagie out there. And I decided if I ever had a place, I'd pick the right place. I had three of them, but I, I had a hoagie. I think it was at my second place. They sold, they sold great, and we didn't have a whole lot of them there. My deal is this. Today, with Big Cat, okay, I looked at his Twitter handle. And if you go to his Twitter handle, there's a deal here. It says... They are constructing a 600-foot-long cheesesteak down on 9th Street in South Philly to beat a record of the world's longest. Big Cat says this is bullshit. The bread has to be connected. Absolutely right. You cannot make 600. Listen, if I wanted to have the longest Italian beef, and who doesn't, 
in in the history of Chicago. Hey, Adrian. Uh, I'd have to call the Ganella people or the people of Toronto, the bread companies here, and they're famous all over. And they'd have to construct a thousand feet. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Because this is no good here. Yeah, no, you didn't create a 600 foot long cheesesteak. You just lined up 600 feet of hoagies together. That's all you did. Like you just lined it up. That's not, that's not individual sandwiches later. Yes. Yeah. That's not, yeah. That's, that's not a six, one 600 foot long hoagie. You just lined up a bunch of hoagies that, you know, ended up being 600 foot long. It was, it was terrible. It was a bad idea. And I was even seeing the cheesesteaks and it looked awful. I mean, ham on a cheesesteak. I, I don't, I don't know what was happening. I really don't. It was, it, I know it was happening in Philly, but I don't, I don't believe that it, it actually happened and that it was a Philly thing. That it's was right terrible. It's a picture. It, it was brutal. Picture right here. Oh, picture. It says Sean Duffy. They're constructing 600 foot long cheesesteak down on ninth street. Is there a ninth street? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, is. I just want to make sure I got okay. my facts right here. So, anyway, <laughs> that's another deal. Now, Doug Kazarian, you know who he is from Daily Wage. Yeah, yeah, really good. I like the show, and I like Doug. Yeah, Doug's but great. word out of uh, MGM. Bet MGM listed Jags cornerback Tyson Campbell as a safety and pre-draft wagering. ESPN host Doug Kazarian bet 3500 on Campbell becoming – the first safety selected, he won a three hundred grand. But they're accusing now. A lot of people are saying it's insider trading. He had information. It's like he's working for the company that's promoting the draft. I say that's the way life is. There's insider trading all the, every day that people don't find out about. But I credit Doug for being sharp enough, asking around not trying to bet the first five in the right. draft or who, who's going to be the third quarterback taken. My take is that's it. But I do know this. He's going to have trouble putting down bets for futures like this in the future, I believe. Yeah, I that that's a it's an interesting case study of how this is going to go because there's a lot more of personalities now that are on ESPN that are on Fox doing all of this. So, how much information and do they have? And I, yeah, and and I'll say this about the draft though. I he probably didn't have that good, I mean, he probably had a sense of what was going to happen, but unless he's in that organization knowing exactly who's going to take that player and when, I just I, I, that's really too hard, I think, information to get that he would have gotten that. Well, there's also 30 teams that picked ahead of them and or whatever, right. a bunch of teams that picked up. But I'm telling you now, there will be a lookout. He might as well have a target on his back. My, uh, my well, yeah, now, now when you win that much money, absolutely, for sure. All right, real quick, I just want to say this with the 10 seconds remaining before we go to our picks, John. Mm-hmm. I don't care where Julio Jones goes. He's never won anything, has he? He's been somewhere. No. Right? Uh, they he's went to a Super Bowl with him, I guess. That's not Yeah, true. but I'm saying, okay, 16. I mean, he's a hell of a receiver. But him and Aaron Rodgers between them have won one Super Bowl. So let's let the drama just keeps building here. I don't really care about it. I'm sure you're going to have because you're working at the gambler. You're going to have to have some talk about this. Oh, uh, yeah, right. I definitely will. Oh, <laughs> you got it's your lazy man's day. Well, it is. Know, it really right? is. Right. When a, <laughs> yeah. When, when a player that big goes on the market. Absolutely. It's a we it's an easy, lazy day. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> We got our picks, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, two and three. But you know what, Jed and I, 
I'm the one that had the losing day, one and two. Johnny goes one and one. And he's Johnny J, by the way, for people on the street. They just want to make sure. Everybody yeah, when I'm on the show here, it's Johnny J. Absolutely. Yeah, everywhere else. <laughs> don't listen to that guy. He'll ruin your career. Is that John Jansen? What's an all? No. Anyway, here we go. I got, I got first. Kershaw's going today. The Dodgers are minus one seventeen. I've surprisingly had good luck betting against Kershaw because. Before last year, where I didn't bet hardly anything at all, and, uh, it was just a messed up situation. He, mm-hmm. I won plenty of money with him in the playoffs, losing, okay, or not coming through in September, big games like that. Not to say he's not talented, but you will agree he's had a rough go of it. He's going against Zach Granke. Uh, Kershaw, 6-3, 3.18. Granke, 4-1, 3.77. I think... Uh, I didn't know who pitched before I put my stuff together. It came out overwhelmingly a strong play for the Houston Astros. So, Johnny, that's my first pick, Houston. You there? Oh, we froze up. Johnny! There we go. Jeez. I felt like the guy that's got to take over for the airplane when he doesn't know the fly. I am like yeah, I'm an architect. Yeah, what do you do? I'm an architect. You got to land the plane. Woo! Anyway, you landed it. You're good. You got it. Did you hear anything I said? Uh, no, I did not. All right. I'm going real quick then because I want yeah. to keep our time. I'm For taking sure. Frank Granke in Houston over Kershaw. I'm taking them because uh, Kershaw's won me money in the playoffs in the past. Uh, I mean, by by betting against them and in other regular season games, it is plus 107. Your turn, my friend. I'm going with, I know I've been betting this team a lot, but they are good at home and they're a good team. The White Sox. Uh, I think I'm just going to take Giolito on the money line, minus 139. It's a tough matchup between him and Flaherty, and Flaherty is the one who's 8-0 with a 2.53 ERA. Uh, but I, I want to I get the White Sox at home here, and Giolito's been starting to, to pitch a little bit better after Flaherty. In a rough He's a hell of a man, Flaherty. <laughs> he can play with the best of them. He's he's got to lose a game at some point, right? Like he has to. He's not going to go undefeated this entire season. So I'm I I think this is a, a spot to to bet. I mean, really him. seriously, I like pitchers that win. Jacob Degrom sucks compared to Flaherty. That's me. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. Boston Red Sox first Atlanta Braves. Oh, I was just going to play like I was frozen for a minute. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> But you wouldn't care because you'd go, I know how to work the board. Anyway, I have, I like Atlanta. They're a favorite tonight at Boston. It doesn't happen a whole lot. Boston's playing good baseball. 29 and 19. Atlanta's 23 and 24. But who's going? Charlie Morton. 4.60 ERA for for Atlanta against Garrett Richards. 3.72 and a 4 and 2. Yeah, that's one with the Atlanta Braves, folks. Atlanta Braves. Those are my two picks for tonight, my friend. Yeah, I'm looking at that one. I would probably lean the over nine and a half, too. And that's a big right. number, but uh those two teams should rake. I, I don't Is that I think one I'm, of your picks, or are you gonna say I didn't have enough information? Sort of like one of my picks yesterday. No, nah, it's it's one I don't it's one I'm not too confident in, so I don't know if I'm going to go there. So I'm I'm gonna I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, and, and not go with that one. Okay, but we got 30 seconds. Let's go. 
So uh, let me take the. You know what? Let's do a scary pick. I, I'm gonna take I the. Di- I'm gonna take the Diamondbacks plus 150. Kevin Gaussman's been good, but this is a huge number for the Giants on the road, and they're not good on the road. So uh, I'm going to take uh, the Diamondbacks here. I think uh, I'll take them. Take a chance at plus 150. I think I that's know. good, Johnny. I think Diamondbacks plus 150. You got the White Sox. They're an automatic. I got. I'm going against Kershaw tonight. Uh, and I'm taking Atlanta against Boston. What could possibly go wrong, ladies what and gentlemen? What could possibly go wrong? We don't know because we don't do that much wrong. We're waving goodbye. It's America's favorite wave. Thanks for <laughs> the support. So long, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>